Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis, the director for FCA here in Idaho, and my co-host today is Pastor Tom Doherty. Tom, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be back. Reminiscent. That's right. Yes, Uh, folks, Tom was the original host of Heart of the Athlete for Many years, huh, Tom? And, yes. and you, uh, you and Lee Schaefer and Dave, you mm-hmm. guys were the ones that helped, you know, think up this show. You know, uh, come up with the creativity of having to hear from, you know, what God is doing in the in the lives of local coaches and athletes. Yeah, here. we need the world to know uh, what Jesus is doing, and knowing that, as uh, Skip Hall just recently wrote in his book, the greatest influence. Uh, many kids have is their coaches even more so than their pastors and so it's great to be able to share the good news of jesus on the radio and let people know that their kids can be involved in athletics and still have a great influence by so many christian coaches in the schools and and so appreciate ken your work and you of course you and i kind of came on together years ago and uh god has uh, just de- developed this into something uh, remarkable because many many kids and even adults have come to Jesus through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yeah, you're right, Tom. And we're just so grateful for what God has done and, uh, you know, the position that he has put us. And we have so many great, incredible uh, investors and, and sponsors for uh, the ministry of SCA. And uh, I know today we're, we're going we're gonna to kind of go back a couple weeks here to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl uh, FCA breakfast. And uh, I know you were there. You've been a great supporter of that. You've emceed this event a couple couple Times, years, yeah. didn't you? I did. What, what were the years? Who who do we have? Boy. Who were the speakers then? You know what? You're yeah. It was two back to back years, and uh, I honestly, because I, I've interviewed most all of them on the radio, yeah. so I can't quite remember. Uh, which ones were We'll here. have to go back and figure that yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting old, uh, Ken. I can't quite remember anything anymore. <laughs> but we uh, you, today, folks, you're going to hear um, uh, an interview uh, that Gene Blameyer, who is our MC this year, uh, and Gene's on our board, and uh, he uh, interviewed uh, two of the players, and you're going to hear those. And then also you're going to hear his camp testimony, how Gene came to have a personal relationship with Jesus. But first we want to thank our sponsors for um, the, uh, the breakfast. And um, first off, Evergreen Resource uh, out of Idaho City. We appreciate their support and being a, um, a sponsor for the breakfast. Without these folks, we wouldn't, uh, uh, it, it wouldn't have been very difficult to, to have this event. And they we were just, a very large sponsor. Oh yeah, they, they were. Yes. Yep. And then Tamarack Grove Engineering. And uh, the Brandt Agency out of um, out of Nampa over there, uh, Dave Evans Construction, and then of course uh, Egg Concepts, the Snyders over there that you know very well, yep. and then uh, Scott and Paula Stewart, and uh, who is a longtime uh, mm-hmm. SCA board member as well, and then Ascend Medical, and then First Colony Mortgage, um, and then of course Cloverdale Church of God. And then uh, Paramount Family Dentistry, and then we had we had some other sponsors. Boy, we had a lot this year, didn't did. we, Tom? Sure did. Yeah, Grace Bible Church over there in Nampa. That's great. Their you know, do you talk about a great church? Yep. 
If you, you live over Napa, folks, and you don't have a church, Grace Bible is an awesome church. Yeah. And Pastor Keith is just awesome. Yeah, they're, they're doing some great things over mm-hmm. there. Also, Signature Roofing, and then Castle and Crook Mortgage, uh, Victor and Whitney Miller, who's also an FCA board member, and then John Blamar, Gene's brother. He owns uh, Big Bun up here on... No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I just had the best fish and chips there uh, yesterday that I've had in forever. Yeah, they've got great burgers wow, over there. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. And then uh, Idaho Golf Fellowship, we appreciate their uh, support as well. Uh, Blood So Tense and Fredrickson Health Insurance, uh, the Go Agency, uh, and then also uh, JHP Group uh, Real Estate and Loans. Um, just uh, tr- and then all our table sponsors too, right, Tom? Amazing, amazing <clears throat> number of sponsors. It's, yes, I, yeah, we appreciate d- just their their uh, investment into absolutely uh, what God's doing through the FCA. So, well, folks. Um, we're gonna we're gonna air now. This is Gene Blamire at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA breakfast back uh, um, before Christmas here in 2021. And uh, oh, and by the way, this is the first day of the new year, right, Tom? Yes. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy new year too. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, the first broadcast of 2022, and this is Gene Blamire. He's introducing the two head coaches from the two teams, uh, Kent State, which is the head coach is Sean Lewis. Uh, and then Craig Bull, uh, the University of Wyoming head coach, they're introducing uh, their two players, Elijah Ratliff and Trayton Welch, and then Gene's going to interview them. So at this time, want to get on with the teams who are playing in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl tomorrow. Uh, first of all, I want to start with Kent State, and I'd like to uh, introduce and call up the head coach of Kent State University, Sean Lewis. Coach Lewis has been the head coach at Kent State now for four years and uh, has done a fantastic job and really transformed that program and uh, one of the great young coaches in the country. And uh, he's going to introduce one of his players. But please welcome Coach Sean Lewis. Good morning, everyone. Uh, first, want to say how great it is to be out here with you guys. The, the whole week of activities has been outstanding, and, and this event is really kind of a cherry on top to everything that's going on. The, the beautiful work of the Lord to bring us all together, the Kent State Connections here, and for us to be out here is fabulous. Um, I have the distinct honor and pleasure to introduce Elijah Ratliff to you guys. Uh, Elijah is a young man who is an exceptional leader, is a very humble servant of the Lord, and just a great quick story about him and his time to show you his servitude of what he's done for our University. We recruited him as a defense lineman, and since he's been at our place, he's been in defense lineman and offense lineman. We've even put him in an eligible number in the need of a, a tight end, and he hops in and he's done that for us as well. So he does a little bit of everything. He, he's awesome, and, and you guys are really going to enjoy the opportunity to, to hear from him today. So, Elijah Ratliff. Okay, and from Wyoming, I'd like to uh, ask Coach Craig Bull to come on up. Craig has been the head coach at Wyoming for eight years. Uh, this is one of the greatest coaches in college football. Uh, when he was at North Dakota State, Coach Bull won three national championships, and his last three teams finished 43 and two. 
43-2. and two. He's been a head coach and in coaching in college for 42 years. Please welcome Coach Craig Bull. Well, thank you very much. I want to congratulate Kent State. And uh, you know what? Uh, we always appreciate coming to Boise and uh, playing on the blue. Hopefully one of these years our football team can beat the Boise State uh, Broncos on the blue. So we're going to keep trying. But this is about a new day. Kent State's got a great football program. We're excited about the competition. We appreciate the hospitality of Boise. You know, it just seemed like the other day I sat in a room, a living room, with a wide-eyed, slender, wide receiver uh, from Buffalo, Minnesota, named Trayton Welsh. And uh, it's been my experience through the years of enjoyment watching his growth that his deeds uh, and his words are in line. It harkens to the Apostle Paul's instructions to the Corinthians about running the race. And it's been my experience to see Trayton not only just run the race, he has a laser-like focus to win the race for Christ. It's my pleasure to introduce our starting tight end, number 81, Trayton Welch. Welcome, Trayton. I'm going to ask these two guys a couple questions. First of all, Trayton, i got to say, uh, you're a tight end. I was a tight end. You were number 81. I was number 81, Trayton. But, uh, Elijah, I'm with you, too. I'm with you, too. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not playing favorites here, not playing favorites. But I uh, want to ask these guys a couple questions. And, Elijah, I'll start with you. When did you decide to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior? Um, I would say that I always grew up in the church, so my dad was a pastor. Um, I've been in the church since a really young age, and uh, both my parents are fairly young, so they've always been active and always doing stuff like that. But my true, like when I truly accepted God, I probably was around 14, 15 years old, because I understood about what God was about and what Christianity was about before then. But I feel like I had a true moment in accepting Jesus at that time. Um, I was at a youth Bible study, and we were in Tennessee for a trip, and one of the guys speaking there was able to communicate about what I was feeling at the time, and he talked to me really well, and I understood about where I was at, and he just helped me accept Jesus Christ right then and there. So, Fantastic. Trayton, how about you? When did you decide to accept Jesus Christ? Yeah, so officially I, I decided to give my heart to the Lord when I was five years old at my old, old house uh, with my mom and dad sitting on the couch there. Um, and then kind of growing up, I grew up in a Christian household. I was very blessed to do so with uh, very amazing parents. Um, and growing up, we, we used to go to a camp called Living Waters Bible Camp in Wisconsin. And that's kind of where I really grew my foundation of faith and my understanding of, you know, heaven and hell and what it means. And, and I remember sitting there at camp in our, in our dorm room with my parents and really wondering what it meant to go to hell, you know? Like, what does that mean? I do not want to do that. Dad, help me out here. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of, and he kind of explained it to me, and, you know, you got to confess through the mouth of Jesus is the Lord and believe in your heart. God to raise him from the dead, uh, Romans 10, 9, and you will be saved. So uh, that's what we did again right then and there, and that was kind of the, the, the main moment I remember of giving my heart to the Lord there. So it, it was good news. So All right, fantastic, fantastic. Along those lines, Elijah, what verses or passages in the Bible have really spoken to you in your life? Um, I'm going to be speaking from Isaiah, 
um, and it's going to be um, Isaiah 40, um, 28 through 31. And it says, Do you know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power to the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Um, that meant a lot to me because I'm, I'm a young man in college, and I know a lot, and he'll probably tell you this too, it's, it's, it's easy to fall, especially with stuff going on in the world right now. So I think that with a scripture like that, it's really encouraging knowing that not only will you beat like, the situations that you're in, but you'll also be able to like, fly on wings like eagle. You'll, you'll, you'll conquer whatever's in your path as long as God's by your side. So I think that's a huge scripture for me, and it's helped me got through camp this far. Great. Thank you very much. And Trayton, how about you? What verses or passages in the Bible have, have really spoken to you personally? Yeah, lately, especially, you know, COVID and, and everything going on, uh, for me it's been James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so for me, with, every, with all the challenges going on in college football, like Elijah said, it's, it's understanding that preparation comes packaged as pain. And so when we go through these trials, you know, sometimes our calling isn't what we're doing right now, it's who we're becoming. And so going through these trials, it really allows us to become something that we won't understand in the moment that we're going through them, but we'll understand them in the moment that we look back and see exactly what's happening. And so, you know, for COVID... Fall camp was very tough. I'm sure you guys had the same experience. It was, it was a tough fall camp, and during COVID season, um, I just felt uh, pretty alone. And I think in that time, you know, this verse stuck out to me saying, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay to be alone. This world makes it seem like you don't have to, or you need to be with everybody at, at all times. But, like, I just think, for me, it was understanding that it's okay to be alone, and that sometimes it's, it's who I'm becoming, not what I'm doing right now. And so, for fall camp, it was, it was a very tough experience to be that alone, but it's also understanding that I don't need to rely on, on everybody else. I can rely on my, uh, my love for Christ and my faith in Christ, and so he'll, he'll bring me out and allow me to fly in wings like, and soar like eagles, so it's, it's a good experience there. Well, great. Thank you, guys. One last question for both of you. How will you celebrate the birth of Christ this year on Christmas Day? Um, well, after this bowl game, I'll be heading back home, so being around friends and family. I'm excited to get back to my church family as well, back home. So I'll be doing that, and we'll be eating breakfast and <laughs> having fun soon, and we'll be celebrating that the same way that we do every year, and that's just getting together and loving each other and doing, doing what we do. So. Okay. And how yeah, about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same boat. I'm going to go home and enjoy family. And it sounds silly, but like you said, eat breakfast. It sounds silly, but it's the truth. Like... Being able to eat breakfast with your family is something that's amazing after five months of a season, you know, which is awesome. But uh, we earned that. We earned breakfast with the family on Christmas morning. And we're going to take that to heart. So, yeah. All right. Let's hear it for these guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Great job. Great job. Wow. Some great interviews there. And, uh, it was, it was neat to hear from those two players, wasn't it, Tom, Elijah and Trayton? Yes, and they are genuine uh, Christian kids. And boy, they, you know, to hear uh, true testimonies like that really touches lives. 
Yeah, we. Uh, it's all. I think it just brings a, a great element to there, and uh, obviously our, our speaker Lou Holtz, very popular speaker and and uh, icon in in college football for many years, mm-hmm. and a lot of people wanted to come here, Lou. But I think you know having a player from each team share about their their faith in Jesus and how how Jesus has helped them through this this past season this past you know their career um so we it, it's just always neat every year to hear hear different stories isn't it tom it is. whether it's a coach or testimony or a player testimony at the bowl breakfast well, and how people come to know jesus and boy gene's story you know hit hits home and to know that man in this world out there we've got a lot of a lot of people that need the Lord, and we need, and athletes really have a forum to be able to touch lives. Every time we have a special athlete of the church to speak to men's group or the church, man, people come out in force. It's just amazing. Yeah, you know, as you were mentioning that, Tom, it reminded me, I was recently reading in Matthew where Jesus was talking about being the, the salt, um, the salt, and to have the flavor his flavor, right? <laughs> Obviously, for us now, for us to to be the salty earth and to make an impact, you know where we're at. And uh, and I've heard it said that if the salt doesn't make contact with the food or the meat, then it's it doesn't it, it, there's no use for it. You know, it's not it's not being used as its purpose. And so I, I you know, I, as you were talking about that, it reminds me of that how we are God's put us in specific spots. Right. To make a difference for him. We need to have that seasoning. When I think of seasoning, I think of my dear, uh, was my best friend, Mel Snyder, who passed away last year, and, and Ag Concepts, uh, you know, as the sponsor for you guys. But uh, Mel was the best cook ever. I, I, I bet I had 300, 400 steaks that he made, hmm. and the seasoning always seasoned it amazing, hmm. and how that brought out the flavor. And that's the same as as our people in the world that, you know, that uh, live for Jesus, you know, become the seasoning for people all around them yeah. to be able to see the power of God in their lives. And that's what changes lives. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, sit back and enjoy. This is uh, Gene Blamar, former AD at Boise State, how he got invited by his older brother back in the early 70s, late 60s, to go to an FCA sport camp in San Diego. Here's Gene. So I mentioned to you briefly that uh, I first got involved with FCA when I was 15 years old. <clears throat> and the way that happened was one of my older brothers, Ted, uh, invited me to come to an FCA camp. And I didn't know anything about FCA camp. I didn't know anything about FCA. But he had gone to uh, a couple of camps uh, prior. And he said, hey, you want to come to this? It's really good. It's in San Diego and right on the beach. And uh, you'll really enjoy it. And I said, well, you know, what, 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 F Fellowship of Christian Athletes, what are you talking about? He says, hey, there's going to be professional coaches there. There's going to be college coaches there. There's going to be college athletes, some pro athletes. You get to work out with them. They put you on a team. They call a huddle. And you play uh, sports. And you compete. And it's competition and inspiration. And he said, trust me, you'll have a great time. And I go, well... All right, it'd be cool to, to see some, some professional coaches and, you know, work out with some college athletes and some pros. And so I decided to go and went down there and five days. And uh, Tom Landry, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, 
was one of the featured speakers. And Rex Kern, quarterback at Ohio State, was one of the college athletes. And uh, there, were, there were several. Bobby Chandler was a wide receiver at SC, and he was there. And we worked out together. We had a great time. Met a lot of guys that obviously had never known before from all over the, the West, and uh, really enjoyed myself. But the thing that happened there changed my life. I was raised, thank God, in a Christian family. So we went to church uh, regularly. We'd go to church daily sometimes. We said grace before every meal. We even said grace after meal. I mean, we prayed in our family. And I, I thank God for that, that that was the Christian home that I was raised in. But at this camp, when I was listening to my idols at the time, 15 years old, I played football, basketball, and baseball in high school. And all I wanted to do was do that the rest of my life. And so here were my idols, these head coaches, these pro athletes. And they were there. Not only did we work out with them, but then they shared with us. And they shared their testimony. Now, that was a little new to me, okay, a testimony. What's that all about? And they told me and they told us how Jesus Christ impacted their lives personally and how they had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That was new to me. In the, in, when I was brought up, it was priests and nuns and big altars, and those were the people that talked about God. We, the lay people, we didn't talk about God. We learned about God, but we didn't talk about God. But here were my idols telling me and telling us about their personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And I said, hey, that's new to me, and and I want to know more about that. That camp changed my life. And for the last 53 years, I've been involved in FCA because of what happened that week in San Diego. I tell you that because camps are important. They're kind of the lifeblood of FCA, and we're trying to raise money this morning for those summer camps so that we can send more young people to camp. I tell you what, it's worth it. It's a great, great program. Please support FCA all that you can this morning. Thank you. Well, great testimony of how Gene Blamar, he knew the stories. He, he knew about God, and he knew the stories in the Bible. But it wasn't until he went to, mm-hmm. to a, a camp this this was an FCA camp, and he got to hear people talking about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So powerful, wasn't it, Tom? It was, and Gene is uh, just a, as real as they come. I mean, and you talk about a kind man. I mean, he portrays Christ just in his demeanor. Mm-hmm. He is just—what a pleasure he was to work on the board with us for all those years. Yeah, and, kind, patient, oh. yeah. Amazing, and he wasn't. Even though he is a very popular man because of everything he did for Boise State, he had no no flavor of being above anybody else. He was just a real deal. Yeah, he tried to push other folks mm-hmm. up and encourage them and speak life into them. So, well, what a what an event! And um, here we are, twenty twenty two. Tom, um, what are you looking forward to? Here this year for 2022. Well, it's a little different for me because uh, today begins my new life. I am no longer the senior pastor of Cloverdale Church of God after 34 years. Today begins my new life as uh, dealing. I'll be 
minister over uh, pastoral care and missions. And so I'll be in touch with FCA more than ever because that's my role. Uh And so I'm slowing down and letting Pastor Alan Chaney take over, and I am excited to see what this new year brings. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, that's cool, uh, you know, to see how the Lord is – you know, all these years of uh, how God has used you there, and he's, you're not done yet. I'm not done. I've yeah. got a lot on the plate, and I want to, boy, I want to be able to, to help people and do the very best I can in, in showing people Jesus. Well, Tom, thank you for being on the show today, being the co-host and, and uh, talking about these folks that we got to listen to in today's program. And I uh, wish you appreciate all your support, all your encouragement, and uh both uh, publicly and behind the scenes, how you've encouraged me in, in being in the ministry of FCA. So thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Ken. You're, you're one of the best, and I'm so proud to be your friend. Well, folks, have a great 2022, and uh, we're, uh, we're excited to see what God's going to do this year. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You're